and welcome to episode 25 half to 50 one fourth to 100 episode 25th 50 <laughs> will happen podcast. circa 2025 yeah, 2025 yeah. here you know what 50 will happen once uh, kingdom hearts 3 is released didn't they just um, like show a trailer of that or something they did, and they said 2018, but we all yeah, know. Yeah, they see, just you're showed a trailer of it like clock. four years ago. But we all know that is not happening. But see, now you're putting us on a more tangible clock. The the best meme is that it says com- coming 2018. Uh, there's a thing on Twitter where it's coming 2018 days <laughs> from now. <laughs> Sounds about No, 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 right. look. It's just going to be in development for 10 years before it gets repurposed to Final Fantasy 16. Oh, yeah. It's already been like a decade. Sounds even more right. Final Fantasy 16 starring Goofy. Yeah. Sounds like a top tier game. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm down for that level of mean game. I mean, the last you guys time think we got a Final Fantasy featuring toys was like Final Fantasy 9, so that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And that was a good game. It was a good game. Arguably one of the best Final Fantasies. Probably Main the series. best behind tactics. You love your tactics. I gotta play that. I picked up... I think I did pick up War of the Lions on sale a while back, so that's a game I gotta get to. I've only played, uh, like, an hour of Final Fantasy 3. I played, something. like, by, I played like by six three, hours do you of mean tactics six or, and then dropped Do you mean it. six or three? No, I don't mean six. I mean three. Oh, okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is Emblemcast. <laughs> Surprisingly. And happy 25th anniversary no that doesn't make sense happy 25th whoa we haven't been a, i know it's been a while but i haven't been that long <laughs> yeah what's the only like anyone here is 25 what are you supposed to get for that present i don't 25? know i don't know you think i need to be concerned with what happens in 25 years i'm not even 25 it's too soon worry about, about that, that. In 25 years yeah anyway we're emblem cast uh darren is back indeed yeah he's here He's here. Now we can Old finally, squad. you know, pull the show in the direction it's always needed to go and uh, get the, back to Darren. Darren Sheffin's show, episode three, featuring Husser, Keegan, and Episode Evan. two? Woo! Episode two, actually? No, it's three. It's three. What was what was two? Uh, uh, just check the archives. You'll see. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, just just listen Don't to all it. other 24 episodes. <laughs> Oh, okay. find it. you'll 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 find okay. the archives. I like how I've I've made sure every episode is named the same way. It's not like emblem cast blah blah blah. It's episode twenty five. But the only one I've let stay in the non conventional format is episode four, which is the Darren Judge show. For good reason. So it's, it's one of yeah, the best that's episodes. What it is. Oh, that was great. Yeah, actually, I remember I had a title that was even longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. We had to like cut like, half of the title out. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually, SoundCloud's like destroying itself, so I'll have to find out what iTunes character no, it is. Maybe no, I can... it's, it's coming back. It is. Chance the Rapper is saving it. <laughs> <laughs> he is. <laughs> well, I, I dated this episode for nothing then. Yeah. Thanks, Chance. He's, Love that's you, good to yeah. know. Thank you, Chance. I saw you in concert a couple weeks ago. That was fun. <laughs> uh, I can hold on to all my internet fame. True. <laughs> anyway, it looks like SoundCloud and chance the rapper do do the same drugs not not don't what it's a chance the rapper song reference i was gonna say that's, so that's that mean the definitely the rapper a... is also going to run it into bankruptcy because that's not great then actually i hope i hope not i mean hey anyway 
Uh, this is a video game show where we talk about Fire Emblem, as you can see. And, uh, <laughs> it's so of... apparent! Well, did you guys hear how they're bringing on Chance the Rapper to do the opening of Fire Emblem Warriors? That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did hear. And it's the, oh it's the English version of Fire Emblem. And he's going to be doing the, the main chorus. Featuring cool. Chance the Rapper. Is yeah. he going to be dressed up bars. as Super Saiyan Mark? Mm-hmm. He he will be. It is confirmed. <laughs> I heard uh, I heard Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, is gonna do the uh, the Link to the Past rap too from the the Japanese version of that game. So solid. Nintendo, yeah. they're, Nintendo's you know they're, they're stepping up their rap. They're game, stepping dude. up. I didn't even realize that was something they needed to step up, but hey, apparently man, they, they did. I thought the I Pokey thought rap peaked... was just the beginning. No, it was the DK <laughs> rap. That's the all time great. Oof. Oh, oh God. Man. Anyway, um, so Fire Emblem, Darren, why don't you start off because uh, you were not here last time when we talked about Fire Emblem Echoes, so the listeners have not heard unless they listened to your podcast, the Gaming Pilgrimage podcast on Soundcloud and iTunes. Um, they Chilled. have not heard your opinions on Fire Emblem Echoes. Yeah. So what do you think? Well, Fire Emblem Echoes I got on launch day and I beat within like, I want to say a week and a half of it coming out. And yeah, I... I, I yeah. I did that too. <laughs> a lot of people I talked to, like it took me a little while of fates, but uh, that game I just kind of breezed through. I don't know. I gotta I'm say, surprised you beat a game in general. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but uh, with Echoes, I absolutely loved it. I think it felt like the uh, the direction the series needed after how all over the place Fates was, and it really uh, restored my Damn faith it. that intelligent systems at the end of the day mostly knows what they're doing and that they can put maps. I mean. At the end of the day, it's still Gaiden, but it's such a refined version of it, and it's so lovingly made that I can't help but just love all the... It actually made me like retroactively appreciate Gaiden more for some of the crazy yeah. decisions in there. And I think it's just a blast to well, play because of how yeah. it's certainly, crazy broken it's it is. It's certainly one of the best stories in the series. I think it's I one think of the... I think they just... Go intelligent on. systems need to make sure to fire the, the Team B who's pushing for all the... Um, Shall we say more all over the place the shipping. stuff? No, the Just shipping like stuff. And, and fire them out of a cannon into the sun. <laughs> so we don't have to worry the about that. That seems that a little harsh. I mean, what the thing was, though, after Fates, like, I, my faith in intelligent systems writing abilities mm -hmm. was like destroyed forever. But I think, oh, absolutely. I think Echoes is probably like, one of the best written and localized entries in the entire it series. Is. Like, and Alm the voice acting was like is a breath of solid. fresh air for that very... Like, even though he's still like a typical... Fire Emblem protagonist who just wants to protect everybody. I thought the, I thought the way they wrote him was like incredibly compelling for that type of character. Yeah, I the agree. Last, we we had a like, bit of a disagreement chapters, uh, last though. episode where I'm interested to see where, where you fall. I do not think Celica is a very good character, but I do think Alm is quite a good character, and uh, the rest of the guys on the the cast defended Celica. I mean, so where, where do no, you fall? No, we we were I, against her. I understand well, where it's coming from because it's based off like a Japanese heroine archetype of like she has to sacrifice herself because it's the Japanese thing to do to fall on your sword and and, and no, take see, the for, me, for everyone. But I don't. It's I don't not agree even with that. the decision. It's not even just the decision. I just find her bland and not nearly as interesting well-written or compelling as, as Alm's character. I think the thing with Alm that separates Alm and Celica is that 
Celica's convictions are to a goddess you like never really see or hear about, so it's like her conviction isn't as yeah. strong. Whereas Alm's conviction is in his friends and people and liberating the country. And, and literally, literally, the point of the game is like people choose their own destiny. Yeah, and you also and, and also with gods. Alm's story, it's way more tied into seeing that oppression and seeing the, the what's taken and what's necessary to liberate the country. So I think like it's a lot easier to empathize with Alm versus Celica. It is. You have a you have a god who, as far as you know, has done jack all to save anyone, and she's so devoted to saving her at any cost, it becomes borderline like ridiculous at points. It is. I I just find her uh, um, not not even besides those things. I find um even just like his conversation and, and supports more interesting than yeah. Than you're, you're not wrong. Although there is the case of everyone loves Alm a little bit for his supports. It's and the fact that he yeah. had flaws that they wrote out of the game after Gaiden for some reason there's, to make him there's been a less huge, interesting. Have, have you, Chef, and I'm sure you're probably familiar with this because you're a subreddit moderator. There's been a huge backlash on Clive recently uh, because of his actions uh, with Alm in in Act One. Which are we comfortable spoiling that? I mean, it's not. It's Act, it's act, it's act one. one. It's Act well, One. I would so, say anything. I mean, kind of... he, Everything, everything Basically, before, like, Clive Act four. Uh, runs away to join Berkut, um, and then he's a boss throughout Acts 3 and 4. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Sounds about right. It's a plot twist, all right. Yeah. Especially no, after Guy. So, yeah. Clive, <laughs> yeah. basically on a whim, seems to make Alm the, uh, the head of the Deliverance, and a lot of people have had issues with that. I- I'm conflicted. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think he's a written- lot of- I mean, his reasoning is supposed to be wrong, but he gets lucky in that he's right, and he sort of yeah. starts to realize that, at, you know, as time goes on, we're like, oh, genealogy isn't the most important thing ever, but, uh, woo, Alm seems to be doing a good job anyway, so, uh, lucky us. I also yeah. think, and, you know, oh, look, he, he turned out to, you know, be not quite what, uh, we thought he was. I mean, I think the logic is sound that he later. just wants someone to gather people around, because he is the, he is the quote-unquote son of a hero so that that Grandson. is very e- especially because right. it's like oh you know he's been cutting through brig- brigands like relatively easily he saved his sister stuff like that clive already right. like his accomplishments at that point for clive is incredibly limited he didn't really he's only kind of well, he, held things together yeah whereas i'm yeah. just showing up and day one of being a soldier he's already winning battles and arguably doing more than Clive has up to this point yeah too bad his wife is better than him wolf well, i mean <laughs> Ma- matilda's just no man is worthy of her. No. Especially not Clive. Except apparently Clive. No. According to her, at least. I mean, I have to say, I do like Matilda. I, Matilda's and, and Clive's supports are, like, some of the worst in that game. They're so bad. I just like the, uh, the, the Twitter posts I've been seeing. Hey, remember, if you ever have self-doubt or, like, self-confidence issues, remember just remember Clive. that Clive, Clive got Matilda did. somehow. <laughs> well, if Clive got Matilda, you could do anything. In Earlier they were more on par, yeah. and then Clive sort of let himself go. <laughs> yeah. But she got stuck in a prison, and she, like, comes out of the prison better than he was. And he was, like, actively fighting with the, as the Deliverance. Mm-hmm. While she well, yeah, was because stuck she in was a getting, cell. She was getting treated nicely in prison as things go, but Clive was, like, you know, getting out there, rough and tumble. She was getting, getting in prison we, shape. If we, she was working out. If we, look, if we look at Fire Emblem Heroes, we can see that Delphia is clearly the, the most superior unit. Because, so. uh, you know, clearly one-to-one relationship. 
Right. Just yeah. like the game. But anyway, Especially considering <laughs> how quality Unit Matilda is. But anyways, yes, Echoes is fantastic. I wholeheartedly recommend it. And I say the only thing I really take issue with it is like the DLC practices. So oh, yeah. here's here's the important question. Uh, I think we kind of did this last time. Um, rank and... Uh, yeah, c- call Fates 3 games. Rank the 3DS. How would you even say five games? <laughs> Titles. Rank the 3DS titles. Yeah, I was trying to think of not trilogy, but off the top of my know. head, I'd probably put it Echoes, Awakening, Conquest, uh, Birth. Really, of you'd Revelations. go, you'd go Awakening above. I Conquest. think Awakening is a better all overall package than Conquest. Whereas Conquest is the if you ch- if like right now, if I had to pick between which one I would rather play, it'd probably be Conquest because I haven't played as much as Awakening. And it has better mm-hmm. gameplay, in my opinion. But I think, as you a know, complete title, I think Awakening has more to offer. Awakening is fun. As 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 much as you could say about Awakening, as, as much as we have said about Awakening, and I'm sure once we eventually, 20 years from now, do an Awakening uh, retrospective, there you go. we'll have Generous to say like about that games. game. Just in time um, for see, episode I'm being, 15 I'm being, tw- in, in that time I'm span, being right? realistic now. Yeah, well, I'm being realistic. Know, first, we got first. You gotta get through Path of Radiance, which you haven't That's done true. anything. And Radiance on. <laughs> Good luck, anyway. Radiant Dawn. Um, but uh, Awakening, Awakening's fun. It's not the best Fire Emblem game in the way it presents itself, uh, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, that's fair. You know, there's something to be said for fun. We don't always have to be elitists yeah but i i enjoyed echoes way more than i thought i would and yeah i just loved the crap out of it yeah it's good i'd say it's what do you think of that uh act six it's not bad i wish there was more to do than just the super dungeon but uh yeah i i haven't played it yet because i've heard a lot of iffy things about it i mean it's fine but it actually helps me appreciate awakening a bit more because it kind of like resolves a big plot hole with awakening yeah it's just it's kind of unexpected. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of All a neat stuff. connection I mean, it, because it most of the fan base the, it, it, knows Awakening. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it, it helps to connect um, what happened, at least gives you a, a general idea of how um, Valentia becomes Valm and gives you yeah. an idea of how Grima exists, where otherwise you're just like, ooh, I'm a big scary dragon that's going to show up at the end of the game and kill everything. Mm-hmm. I think the best part of that is... What happened to Medeiros? The best part of Echoes have been the strong sales. Uh, so, we could get FE4 next, I hope. Maybe. Probably not. Hashtag we'll just get, uh, shipping. We're just going to get FE1 again. Wait, hasn't hasn't <laughs> its sales been worse than like Shadow Dragon in Japan? In Japan, but it's it's done well overseas, which is good. Yeah, but these Japanese companies, oftentimes, they don't really look outside of what happens in Japan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Metroid was, for example, only... Like it, most of its popularity really came from outside Japan, but they right. still the, wanted the to prime make games it were conform huge more boost. to like Japanese uh, standards with like other M because they didn't know what they were doing um, yeah. with that game. Just yeah. as an example, you know, because it's a very insular culture, and beyond exporting things off to the localization, not necessarily. And hopefully, we will see them. You know, being more open-minded, but it, it is often a concern with these. Yeah, yeah. Just make freaking fire we'll emblem on Mars, damn it! Yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll get the hey, Mars we, we with don't guns. know what's 
we don't know what uh, FE16 is going to be. So they're bringing the guns That's back. That's on the Switch. The Switch. Yeah. The Switch. The Switch. That's what I said. I... Switch. Yep. Yeah, the Switch. What if Switch. it was a child? Oh, I, for... I can't wait for Charles Barkley game. I can't wait for motion sensor HD rumble uh, gun combat in the next Fire Emblem game. <laughs> hey man, I've always wanted. Actually, going to be uh, for the Connect. <laughs> Perfect. That's the system everyone wants to play it on. Now it's coming out on PSVR. Oof. <laughs> anyway, Darren, what else have you been doing with uh, life? Well, in life recently, I've been uh, getting back into Pillars of Eternity, which is a game uh, I originally reviewed way back when, in uh, 2015, but now, since then, there's been a lot of updates to it, and it's actually changed mm -hmm. quite a bit from when I originally played it so i'm enjoying seeing all the differences there now like actually having a party ai which never existed back when it uh originally released that sounds like a good thing to have yeah in a, in a video it was game. really annoying when you have like a team of six or seven people <laughs> and you have to continuously manually give them orders after in like every single instance of combat yeah so uh ai Darren... speed that up quite a bit Darren, you mentioned reviews. Are there any reviews that we can expect that are up and coming? Well, tomorrow, after in terms of real life, uh, the day after we record this episode, I'm supposed to record <laughs> my uh, my incredibly long Fire Emblem Fate script, and then oh, I'll be boy. sending That's, that so off to you've, my you've, editor. You finished to, writing uh, that? The it's been mostly complete for a long time it's just that that okay. review i've come back and revised it so many times yeah fates is a weird it's a weird homunculus thing yeah. i've definitely come from approaches where i thought i was being way too positive or i was being way too negative and too cynical so i've definitely i hope this is the right mix of mm -hmm. all that because it's been a tough review to write because it's a game i'm incredibly conflicted about yeah but so uh, it's not just it's you don't just have the word meh written in like 72 point font oh, i mean <laughs> that's how it all kind of it's a starts quality review i mean at one point <laughs> yeah. i had like a whole page just dedicated to why i think corn is the worst but i was like i don't need to get into this much detail like i don't think people want to hear about how shitty corn is for this long i think i i can I get do. away with Darren, this you could be... i think a paragraph can express most of this Darren, you could be part of the whole Matthematosis trend going on YouTube where you have two-hour reviews of Fire Emblem You joke games. about that, but this oh. is easily my longest script I've ever done. Ooh. Up, just wait it's for so dense. It's so dense. There's just, you know, you're just like David Cage. It's like 2,000 well, pages or whatever three games in one also makes it soak up more time as well. Yeah, you kind of have to review all the details yeah. of yeah. each individual game because they're not the same. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a lot to cover there in itself. Like, originally, Awakening, yeah. that video, my review of Fire Emblem Awakening was the longest video on my channel. It's like 20 minutes. And I think this yeah. would easily be near 30. You mean it's not going to be longer than a... Digimon, or it's going to be longer than Digimon Cyber Sleuth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not hard to do. It's not hard to do. So, Darren, do you have that thing where if someone buys you a game, you have to review it? If someone buys me a game? Yeah. Uh, like, if I bought you Sonic 06, okay. would you have to review it? I would feel obligated <laughs> oh, to, God. certainly. Do it. Yeah. Is, is this where... I actually haven't had <laughs> is this where someone send me a copy of a game directly. I have is this where a copy buys? of it on the PS3, I think somewhere <laughs> guys I can is just this ship where it someone, to you. 
Is this where someone buys Darren the uh, the <laughs> the Sakura game collection on Steam? I've already <laughs> bought people that game. I can't go buy it. That's no, so much this, money. I'm still I mad Yo. at my friend Alex that I get. I gave him Honey Pop for his birthday. And he backed out. <laughs> he backed out. He what a bitch! He couldn't last like four puzzles, right? Because he just—he's like, it's wow. getting too weird. I'm like, no, you don't even know yet. But it's just a match three game. <laughs> I finished Honey Pop. It's not that bad. You couldn't handle the dialogue, especially no. because he—you just have—you just cannot take it serious. No, but he at plays all. his games in the living room. to take it seriously. So that—that oh. was the issue. Oh. Okay. Yeah, people walk see, near yeah, you can't and hear do that. the things characters mm -hmm. are saying. Yeah, no, absolutely not. You do not play yeah. that in public. No, behind closed doors. You play, you play it with friends yeah, in a Skype chat or in a Discord or, chat. Or yeah, if you do public, you yeah. get a, you get a whole group of people to laugh at its bullshit. Or with your pants on. Yeah, there you yeah. go. I mean, the only other things. Uh, it's not even good fat material. It really isn't. <laughs> Keegan's endorsement. Man, yeah, I want Keegan's video review of this. And he gives <laughs> Hell it, like, yeah, the dude. The fat scale review. I have. I haven't Keegan, played it in don't two do years. <laughs> hey, but if you can only see just up, you don't gotta know. Keegan's right? gonna be a he's gonna be a Twitch streamer and get banned because he's accidentally gonna you know there you go. flash. <laughs> accidentally, <laughs> but to go back, that's, you, that's how you get the viewers, dude. You're not so wrong. let's let's you let just Darren, create some content. Let content. Let Darren plug his content. Well, I was just gonna say, uh, back to Husser's original point. If people send me games, like I would feel more obligated to play it. But the only games I've been sent Ooh. are technically from publishers for which I request. So. I have some ideas. I'm about to ship uh, you, you Sonic 06 to make I mean, you play it. I, <laughs> I I've got I'd, some. I I I appreciate games. that game more than most. What about Bad Rats? All the more reason I need to do it. Oh, that's they even tried. cheaper investment. It's like twenty Sonic cents. 06, they tried. Oof. Yeah, they tried. Uh, the only other thing <laughs> I've been up to is I've been watching a lot of Hunter x Hunter, which is, in my opinion, ah. probably the best long-running shonen anime I've watched in quite some time. Okay, but that's not Bleach. Okay, but do you <laughs> ship Hunter x Hunter? Uh, you know what? I hear this every single time I drop the show. You do? I mean, because yeah. that's, oh. that's, that's where everyone's mind goes to, because that's what it means. Usually, yeah. the Japanese. And excuse culture. me, excuse me, guys. It's actually Hunter derivative. Cross Hunter. Thanks, because the X is cross in, in Japan. Yeah. Of course, it's like Mega Man Cross. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Hunter X Hunter is great. It's it's amazing. It's it's animated by Studio Madhouse, who did One Punch Man. So, have you oh, been watching? greatest anime um, ever. Have you been watching Boku no Hero Academia? Then I have. I know that's the big. I've shonen. also been. Uh, How is that? That's really. Is it's that a really fun watch. It's worth checking if out. If you though. are into the current like phase of superhero movies and you want something that's a bit more like not as Beep. up its own butt, because <laughs> for all intents and purposes, the Marvel movies are up their own butts because they keep referencing each oh other God. like crazy. And it's oh just my God. it's this whole yeah. thing. With Boku no it's Hero, it's gotten to a point where it actually, I think, uh, kind of hampers the enjoyment of those yeah a little sometimes. bit it, it kind of so... it makes things required viewing or there's just so yeah. many little references you lose it it's not just that it's just like they're like snarky about it and there's all these yeah. little placements it goes it goes to the whole like edgar wright ant-man yeah thing. i really appreciate uh, though how my hero academia gets the core of why people want to be heroes at all and i it mm -hmm. helps create stronger uh, character motivation and it also helps that it's like beautifully animated really well paced and it has a great musical score it's just a really fun anime have, to watch have you checked out little witch academia because i've heard not it's a really yet good one. i have heard good things but i have not yeah yeah 
Anyways, so is that it for you, Darren? Pretty much, outside of just finishing up watching uh, Evo stuff and trying to get good at Tekken. Did you uh, did you watch uh, <laughs> Puyo Puyo Cross Tetris? No, I didn't yet. I heard I heard I didn't watch it. I heard good things. I heard it was actually really entertaining. Part of me wants to go back and uh, watch the Catherine side tournament they do every year. Was that a thing? They always do it. They do a Catherine side tournament. It's great. I've I've always wanted to check that game out. It looks interesting. Wait, how do you do Catherine competitively? There's a two-player player mode. Game? Oh, where you're racing oh, to right. do the block puzzles. Yeah. They made it into like a whole. That side game tournament. was running on the same engine as Persona Five. <laughs> <laughs> It is. All right. I think. Um, uh, I can go. Okay. Yeah. So um, last week I talked about how I played AM2R, another Metroid 2 remake, and on this Metroidvania binge, I decided to check out the side of the series that I had never beaten an entry in, and that is uh, half <laughs> of Metroidvania Excuse being. Me. Uh, bless you. <laughs> I was very delayed, being, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of the words in my mind. I'm, I'm too dumb to think of them, apparently. But I, I played uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, which is an absolutely stellar game. And th- one of the reasons I wanted to play a Castlevania game in particular is because of the Castlevania four-part anime series. Is, can we call it anime? It's not anime. It's American know. animated, damn it. It's only anime <laughs> that's made in the Champagne region. France. <laughs> in France, that's a new one. Uh, I, 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 uh, I got that, Hussar. I Don't worry. The Japanese-inspired <laughs> Castlevania animated series. How's that? Mm. It's inspired by the <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> anyway, Castlevania is four twenty-five minute episodes, and it's uh, absolutely worth checking out. And it's. Uh, Darren, I know you saw it. Hasser, you've seen it too, right? Yeah. Yep. What did you but guys think honestly, of it? zero out of ten. No Grant Dynasty. Oh, true. No Grant. But Grant's like the least important character out of all three of them. It or did have Alucard. Yeah. yeah, no, he Alucard is. is great. You just but he can climb on ceilings. He's basically Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> like the new the new Spider-Man movie that that came out. That was about Grant Dynasty. Okay. It's his origin story. It's his origin story. <laughs> Peter Parker, the father Grant. of Grant Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> there was no Spider nice. Girl. It's all about Grant throwing dives at oh people. True. It's funny that you bring up Castlevania, Miles, Devin, because I've Miles? actually been playing uh, a fair bit of that too. I just I've been playing Castlevania Symphony? One. Or no, uh, oh, no, one. the the okay. classic. And I I played Castlevania Legends for the Game Boy, which. Uh, before Lament of Innocence retconned it was like the origin story despite being like an hour long Game Boy game but it's hmm. really fun because you play as Sonia Belmont who can crouch walk and change her jump direction midair. So, Ooh. yeah and the level 3 whip has a fireball it's pretty fun for a, for a Game Boy game those Game Boy games minus That's... the first one are really good yeah what's wrong with the first one it is yeah. it came out in like 89 they just really did not know how to do it yet it has a case it, where every time it you, good get as hit, you get Quest? hit, you lose your uh, your upgrades. It has a bajillion pitfall traps. It has slowdown. It has really, really bad jumping, and you walk Sweet. so slowly. Wow. Yeah, but uh, on the topic of Symphony of the Night, um, that is 
it's it's a fantastic game. I think it has issues that I know that they have kind of fixed in in uh, subsequent Castlevania games. It is not the ten out of ten masterpiece that everyone says it is, but Castlevania Symphony Night. It, it's it's a really really good game. It's beautiful. <laughs> Any of you who have played it, you'll see the the pixel art in that game, thirty two bit. It it is gorgeous and it it still looks good today. And uh, Alucard feels really good. He he has a nice jump arc, and uh, he, he just has good feel to him. My problem with that game more comes with, first of all, how the game is completed, which is not item completion. It's map percentage completion, which is a little bit odd, to say the least. And um, this is true in all Metroidvania games, but to... a heightened degree in Symphony of Night, some of the power-ups are completely useless. Yup. Um, like the wolf power up sucks. You well, can run fast once you get a certain upgrade. You can but... do that to go to do crazy speed run tricks. Yeah, but and in my other big problem with the game that I've not really seen people mention is it has this weird fighting game feel to it sometimes, where there are these spells that always have the exact same button input that you're supposed to use. Uh, you use money to buy the the input combinations but if you know them you can use them right from the get-go or look it up online um what's wrong with that yeah, or just That's look cool. them up online i don't i'm not a fan i'm sorry i, I find it, maybe this is because i'm bad but i find some of the inputs more difficult than they should be to do that also might be because i'm playing on a vita um but i find that the some of the button inputs difficult but my biggest problem really is upgrades don't feel that uh, significant. It's not like Metroid, where you get the super missiles or the power bombs or the gravity suit, and you're like, wow, yeah. I can do so much more now. It's more just like, oh, that's kind of neat. I mean, this is one of those games um, where you, if you go in the, like the wrong direction, you might find a really good sword. Then you go to the proper like yeah. critical path, and you go, oh, cool, I beat this boss. What's my reward? Oh, it's a sword. Oh, it's way weaker than that random sword I just found. Yeah, and sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes beating... One of my favorite part of Metroid games is Beating bosses feels like this big thing, and once you do it, you know you're going to get something good. Uh, sometimes in this game, you'll get a ring, or you'll get only like a life up, which is the equivalent to like a heart container in Zelda. Um, I don't know. It it feels a little again. It feels a little unsubstantial, but there are a couple of power ups that are good. And then the other big problem with this game is. I, I found myself dying a lot in like the first hour or two once you don't have a ton of equipment but after that like you never you you die <laughs> very little bosses are complete pushovers um and it's very easy to feel overpowered this it's probably the easiest castlevania do you guys think that's those of you who have experienced it's not counting i haven't played these games but not counting the lords of shadow series I would argue uh, uh, some of the GBA ones are a bit easier because you can. Okay. There's more power-ups that can give you a greater yeah. advantage, and there's also like, uh, what is it? Circle of the Moon. Harmony but of can you dissonance. nuke bosses in like 20 seconds? Yeah, Harmony like of Distance has that problem really badly. I have. That's the only uh, GBA one I, I have not played at it's all. It's okay. So I'm, I'm not. I've heard it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I, I definitely. I enjoyed think... what I played. I enjoyed what I played a Circle of the Moon, and the next game that's up for me once I finish Symphony is probably Aria, because I've heard a lot of good stuff. Aria's about really Aria. good. That's like the true follow-up to uh, Symphony. Yeah. Symphony of Night. Yeah. With Soma. 
Summer Cruise, the most Japanese Summer Cruise. Anyway, um, I I love Metroidvanias. They're one of my favorite subgenres, and uh, this is a great game. It's flawed, but it's the, the pros absolutely outweigh the, the cons. I feel like I'm sounding more negative than I feel on this game because I love it. It's I'd probably give it. I'm like ninety percent of the way through the game. I'd give it like a nine out of ten. Anyway, um, the other thing I've been playing uh, a couple things. But the next thing I'm going to talk about is I'm sure we all have something to mention except for Darren. Sorry, Darren. Wah, wah. <laughs> you, were, you weren't around when we were doing this, and five would have been too much. But we did a Echoes auction draft. Uh, how just far for fun, have you not guys. As a retrospective yeah, no, not, it, just for fun. How far have you guys gotten in that? Uh, I beat it and even did the Thabes Sounds Dungeon. Sounds about right. Sounds oh, about nice. right. Wow. I have not nice. been playing that much. I just beat uh, Act 2. I played a ton in one day, then I got annoyed and stopped. But I, I played almost all of Act Three. I How played through beaten? like a part of Act One, and then I started a hard mode save, and then I got through like Act Two of that in like one night. Because I nice. felt like I'm like oh, I kind of want to try hard mode, so I nice. tried it, and then I kind of forgot about the draft. Anyway, uh, this I'm playing on hard mode, and I didn't play the original on hard mode. Um, I haven't found it too diff more, much more difficult yet. But uh, I've been enjoying this. I am always a fan of doing weird, unconventional stuff in Fire Emblem that sometimes works out really well. Like, I drafted Lucas specifically so I could use the uh, Villager Fork to turn him into a mercenary, and he's one of my best units. He's really good. I know that's kind of a common strat at this point from what I understand, but uh, he's good when you don't have Grey or any other mercenaries um, in Alms route. And I had the smart decision of uh, not drafting a Pegasus Knight and having the only female unit left being Sonya. After uh, after drafted, you drafted after Dean. After I drafted Dean. <laughs> so I drafted Dean and Sonya. And you paid money for Dean. Let's also say you wasted some of your funds on Dean. I know you were trying to go with the team Edgelord yeah. strats, and I but also, it seems like they took you too I far. Was. And I, I also... Uh, the last unit in the draft was Cliff, and I had the most amount of money. Money, so we you start off with uh, what is it, three thousand credits? Jeff? Uh, we I think I think we started with four thousand this draft. Four thousand, I think yeah. four thousand. We did four thousand anyway. I bet uh, one thousand one hundred and fifty credits on Cliff. <laughs> Because at the time he had the most, so he just outbid everyone and took the, Cliff. He's the last unit. So let's 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 also go back to the part where Devin also had enough to get Cliff, Valbar, and Tatiana. And like get all three of them because they were the last three units. But yeah, he but let me get Valbar Tatiana for some reason. <sighs> ah, Devin, you're special. He's just not it's really okay. good. Like, it's okay. I have good units. I have uh, I have Mage Tobin and uh, Valbar. <laughs> so, you yeah, said was... good units and Valbar in the same sentence. I'm not okay, so sure. Okay, mercenary Valbar is yeah, actually good. All right, you can mercenary. Everyone is good. Anyone in there good? Dude, mercenary Noma, y'all don't even know mercenary. I'm gonna do Noma. mercenary Noma. <laughs> do it. <laughs> do it for the memes. Not, right? But uh, I don't know. I don't have a ton to say. I mean, this this is just a fun little thing we did, and Echoes is a fun game that I like to play sometimes. Most of the time. Occasionally. Sometimes on Emblemcast, we like Fire Emblem. We do, occasionally. Uh, it's a strange But thing. the last thing I want to touch on is I am starting to fall down a deep hole that I don't believe any of the people on this podcast have fallen down. But I, I know, I think 
Brock and Alex on, on your podcast, Darren, have fallen down. I know at least one of them. Uh, Is I've this just playing, a literal hole? I, <laughs> well, I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter, so that's that's debatable. That's a hole. There's no return. <laughs> There is none. I picked up for you at launch uh, two years ago now, and I had some friends get me back into it, and I was like, wow, now that I have people to play this, this is actually really fun and enjoyable, and I kind of am starting to understand what I'm doing. And I saw Generations on sale the other day for 20 bucks, so I picked up Generations, and uh, it's, I don't know, Monster Hunter is really, really cool, and I think the additions they add in Generations... It's not as accessible as for you probably because there's some stuff they don't explain as well, but um, there's a lot more variety they add with the uh, the hunter arts and particular the hunting styles. For those of you who are familiar, um, I won't get too deep into it because I don't want to go on a monster hunter rant. But uh, Monster Hunter is a lot of fun and it's a game I would really enjoy playing more of. Because I've only played the first few hours of four and, and generations, and I play with my friends, and I see they have all this badass gear, and I'm like, I want that. <laughs> I want to make that. I want to get good shit. Uh, that's the appeal to these kind of games. Oh yeah, and Zelda. I played the Zelda DLC. That's a thing. It's cool. It's fun. I guess. <laughs> I don't. I don't really know. I. I don't want to. What talk an about endorsement. Zelda I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make someone mad if I. I'm gonna make someone mad if I talk about Zelda because I'd probably give that game like a seven or eight out of ten. And uh, as we've seen with Jim Sterling, that's that's uh, I'll I'll be murdered for that. So, Devin, have you been and playing your? Talius I don't know what Tellius is. I I don't know what Tellius is. So we're gonna go on to Huster. Sounds about right. I've I've explained this on the last episode. I am living in a different place than where my we exists right now. So I will be back in a week. Uh, less than a week from recording this, so that'll be good. And he still won't have, he still won't play it. Probably That's not. true. I'm gonna be on a trip from uh, July 26th to August 10th, I believe. Mm. So yeah, I need to You're really make sure your in the coming you? weeks I play a lot of that Telia draft because at the end yeah. of August I'm, I'm gonna, going to Japan, so I gotta I gotta get. Yeah, on I'm gonna that. try and binge it. Oh, that's fun. So Darren, I I didn't mention this. You didn't hear this last time. I uh, you know how I drafted Astrid. Right, yes. and there's the whole thing with recruiting Astrid where you need what is it three shove users? Or is it two or three? Uh, you could do one shove and you could, one shove and one smite. One shove and one shove and one smite. Anyway, um, I didn't realize that the Lagoos um, die if you let them die on the map before you recruit them, and uh, <laughs> I only have two shove users, so oh, I have to good. hope biorhythms screw the mercenary over so they don't double Astrid. <laughs> Fine. Also, I forgot to mention this because this happened like a month ago. But when I tried to do that same chapter with uh, to get Gaytree, yeah. uh, the enemies captured the boat before I even could move close enough to do. Oh anything. yeah, the turn one. The turn <laughs> I was one just loss. sitting there like it's. I've played that game like seven times. That's never happened to me, and I just sitting there just mind blown. Just like, what do I do? That's a weird. Chapter. <laughs> like they just Not murdered everyone. Just captured the boat. Yeah, that's all. Should have been there faster. I don't have any flyers. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone picked the flyers. Yeah. And whose fault was yeah. that for being slow? <sighs> Marsha's for... looking pretty good. She's pretty awesome, dude. The Gaytree's pretty for cool, being right? Not first. 
Yeah, you should have been first, and then you could have had a guaranteed flyer. Gaytree's not as cool of a knight as Meg, though, which I got, so... There you go. Anyway, who's next? Anyway. Yeah, Hustle, right, why don't I you go? I can go. Yeah. So, I've been mostly just playing Fire Emblem as as things... I don't uh, believe wow. it. Whoa, we don't do okay. that yeah, you're not allowed on the podcast. You're not allowed on this show anymore. Alright, I'll just resign in disgrace quickly, BRB. <laughs> Good. Uh, you, still, you still have to edit, though. You can't come on a podcast, but you still have to edit. Awesome. Yeah, so I played uh, the Gaiden Auction Draft, uh, and I'm at, I just finished Echoes. Act 2, uh, or I'm at the end of it. I need to play the extra Echoes-only chapter that they added for some reason. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting, because I have just been kind of messing around with the characters I have. Like, in Act 2, it's been Celica and May only, and Jenny, I guess. Did you I, uh, I do the Pegasus May? May? Yeah. yeah. And she's quite impressive. She's been doing very well. And she's, like, almost ready to promote. She's been getting so much fucking experience. <laughs> Aaron, we had this debate last time. How do you feel about May as a character? Because I was the single member who did not like May. She's... She's okay. I'm not... Yeah, she's alright. I'm not gonna go against her i mean some of her voice lines get a bit, a bit annoying as she repeatedly says like i am ready to go and all that like over and over again it's not as bad as jenny's ready to roll though <laughs> uh, we can all agree he's ready to has... cinnamon roll dude don't hate <laughs> no jenny's just sonic but uh, <laughs> ready to roll. no i don't mind her though i, don't, I think she's fine <laughs> I, I i want a mod for this game where you know you you select Jenny in battle and she's just like you are too slow (laughs) (laughs) it's no use you know Mario got his (laughs) Rabbids crossover where's my Fire Emblem Uh... Sonic crossover (laughs) (laughs) that's what we really do think about it you can have like the Black Knight and Shadow the Hedgehog on the same team Krom and Sonic at the Olympic Games there you go yes (laughs) Now you're thinking with portals. I, I, oh my god, Lucina is silver. Guys. Oh, and, and we can They're the same character. We can have we can have Chell from Chell from Portal and Gordon Freeman as uh, unlockable characters in this crossover. That's and the Yogs cast people. <laughs> because why not? <laughs> All right. So yeah, I've been wow. doing that. Um, you know, like in many drafts, when you don't have a lot of characters, they get all the XP and grow even faster and become more able to just do everything, which is fun yeah. in its own way, even if it's less uh, strategic. But it's, it's guide like maps anyway, so there's the not a lot of strategy at the micro level. And I have been playing Tellius. Um, I'm at uh, Clash, like the the chapter where you where you get Alincia, um, and I just oh, so you're pretty you're pretty. Yeah, I, I'm pretty close to the end, and I BXP dumped her. I also, did, the first time I played it... Did you draft her? Yeah. Sorry? Yeah, I no, drafted her. No, he just BEXP dumped her because he felt like it, obviously. Just for, just yeah, for no, the Okay, was, I was just wondering. Yeah, for the memes. I just he wanted to get rid of it, you know. BEXP sucks anyway, you don't use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad yeah, mechanic. It's all about bio... Dude, it's all about manipulating biorhythms. But yeah, as... You know, as unimpressive as Alencia is as a level 1 queen, she's less unimpressive as a level 16 uh, princess. So, you know, she's still kind of frail, but heels on wheels is nice, and the Amity is really good. She's got that cool class, too. Yeah, exactly. It's like an Epi 4 Pegasus Knight. Yeah. Um, 
except without the lances, I guess. Amen. But I would love. This is a little bit of a dumb tangent, but I would love to see her in heroes, so we could get a decent uh, red flying unit. That'd be cool. Bala exists. <laughs> Jk, she's a lance user kids. now. Yeah. Because they do that. She took Joffrey's brave lance, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Dude, I I can't wait. I can't wait to see us get Master Knight Leaf, and he's a staff user. Hey, it's his brave lance, and he's very proud of it. <laughs> yeah, but also there's that that priest chapter, and the first time I just killed some priests because I was like, eh, whatever. But this time I knew that you got the Asherah staff doing it, and the last time I played Radiant Dawn, when I got the Asherah staff, I had hammered left, and I just used it to cheese the fuck out of the final boss of Radiant Dawn, uh, the name of whom I will edit out, and. We'll find um, some interesting sensor sound for that. Did you say that, boss? Because yeah. I actually was not listening. Yes, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. So, so I knew it was Chris good, so out of here, dude. Chris so it's a fun out. like sliding tile puzzle where you have to shove the priests out of the way and like kill everyone else. And the ones with light tones and stuff will still attack you. And if you have two range, then you'll just murder them. So you have to like carefully position units that can't attack back, so that they don't suicide and it was a fun little puzzle thing although i nice. didn't bother with the chests because soth is made of paper and they didn't have anything important in them anyway oh I mean, dude soth that's why is you just draft volk dude top tier unit yeah i know yeah no i mean gotta get, a bad gotta get thief those is transfers. better than no thief but gotta get he's those still transfers. a bad thief that sums up soth's existence so, anything else you've been playing, or can we move on to uh, Darren, or Darren, Sheffin, or Keegan? I think we can move on. You know, I played some Castlevania, but we talked about that already. Yeah. Oh, but just right, quickly, because so, uh, you didn't mention your thoughts. What did you think of one? Well, I haven't beaten it yet, uh, but honestly, I like it a lot less than that Game Boy one, because hmm. the control improvements are just... Like, I see what they were doing with the, like, you have to be very careful about everything and measure your movements, and I respect that, I, but it's just, I've it's been less considering, fun. Darren and, and Husser, I've been considering checking out the NES games. Do you think it's worth doing? I, I think they hold up quite sure. well. They're, they're good, just fun, use, challenging romps. Use save states. Yeah. Not, Husser, they don't hold up as well as uh, NES Mega Man, though? Probably that, not. That is what I think. Controls and their challenge is much higher, in my opinion. I think this is kind of uncontroversial but i i think like the Mega Man games are the best best playing games on nes uh to this pretty day. much so, up there but uh husser yeah. did you beat stage three of the original castlevania is that the uh, medusa head stage? is that the one that ends with death no that's the one that ends with the frankenstein monster no that's and, your like, wife igor jumping around everywhere i don't think so i think i'm on that stage right now because that's to some one of the most difficult levels in any uh classic nes game Oh, yeah, I, I'm definitely playing it right now because mm-hmm. it's total bullshit. Yeah, the boss fight in that is also ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, we can move on to Keegan. All right. Keegan, uh, you've been doing weeb shit, I know. Of What's course. What's that weeb shit, then? Uh, that's my life, dude. Um, little Little Witch Academia, right? I, I, I watched, like, four episodes of it while it was airing, and then I haven't touched it since. So I can't really comment much on that. I just don't like. Has the, the summer season started yet? I haven't paid attention. Um, you mean the one that, like, um, what is this summer season? Yeah, yeah, it started. Yeah. A few episodes okay. and some stuff. Anything interesting? 
Uh, this season, at least from what I have paid attention to, is kind of weak. There's not really a whole lot going on except stuff that was airing from last season that's carrying over. Seems, seems like this whole year has been kind of weak. Eh, yeah. I mean, there's been the obvious sequels of stuff like uh, My Hero and... Um, yeah. And Konosuba 2. And Konosuba. I mean, there's there's been some good I've stuff. This year. There's been good stuff. A lot of it's been sequels of stuff, so... And since I haven't seen My Hero or Attack on Titan, I didn't really care. The I want to make a recommendation to, Kon- uh, to Konosuba for our listeners. Konosuba is fantasy. It's always sunny in Philadelphia if it was an anime. If it was an anime. So, if that doesn't make you want to watch it, I don't is know Is there Japanese Danny DeVito? Um... Then you're a liar. You're a false prophet, Devin. I, I am a liar. I'm trying. I'm trying to think if there's any Frank-esque characters. So, I'll get back to you on Keegan, that. What have you been watching of the anime uh, season? Of yeah. this season, like the only thing that I've really been watching that I'm genuinely interested in is uh, Fate Apocrypha. How is that? Because like, I okay. did not like the visual novel yeah. enough to continue playing through like the first couple hours. Is is that a part of the Fate Stay? It is so. Okay. Well, Fate kind of, Fate Apocrypha is kind of well. It's it's like an alternate universe thing from like a different Holy Grail. It's weird. It's just weird. Yeah. It's not like a sequel. It's not directly connected to any of the Fate Stay Night characters or anything like that. It's it's like same universe, alternate timeline and shit. It's weird. But uh, it hasn't been too bad. The most recent episode that, as of recording, which was the third one, had a fight scene that had like some Michael Bay sounding explosions and that was kind of shitty they were just like all bass it sounded kind of dumb but yeah. I mean it hasn't it hasn't been too bad but I've heard a lot of bad things about the protagonist in this one which kind of sucks because I genuinely like a lot of the rest of the cast but if like the anime, main character is going to be pretty weak that's kind of disappointing but anime, he hasn't had has really... a weird problem with protagonists they uh, don't always get them right yeah, because like, a lot of the cast so far, and it's a fairly large cast because, I mean, you have the seven servants on both sides and all of their masters, so there's a lot of people mm-hmm. to keep track of. And so far, there hasn't been anyone that's stuck out as bad, and there's a lot of characters I actually like so far, but the main, the main character has like had about five to ten minutes of screen time so far, so I have no real judgment on him yet. But I have heard bad things about it from the source material, so I'm a little skeptical on how that'll go for the rest of the series, but... Otherwise, not too bad. Yeah, I've been meaning to Sounds check like that Jotaro. out, but I've, yeah, like I said, I generally did not like the visual novel enough to continue with it, so I have mixed feelings if I'd go into this one. But based on what you've said, and what I was, if, to see it. if if I were yeah. to get into this series, because I've always been interested in it, where Fade do I Zero. start? Oh boy, yeah, Fade Zero, or you can start either Fade I've heard, Zero I've or heard most Blade people Works. Say, I've heard most people say, like, play the game and do Fate Stay Night. I'm not, Devin, like, there's so, no point in recommending yeah, you play the 80-hour visual novel because of that sentence I don't Because you it. won't finish it. Yeah. I won't. I will so, not. So, yeah, I, in terms of things that you'll actually finish, do Zero and then Unlimited Blade Works. In Zero, that's, seems that's the most inter- Zero seems the most interesting to me out of the whole series. It's a good one. About it. Zero is good. I paid, I paid in like kidneys to get that Blu-ray set. Oof. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, but, uh, how many how many kidneys do you like have? Like directly, or did you sell one? And yeah, well, I'm glad you specified the money. because I still have my kidneys. <laughs> kidneys, plural. You didn't only give up yeah. one. I didn't give up my own. You didn't trade <laughs> one. Darren, be, Darren. <laughs> oh, <laughs> got some black market shit going on here. Yeah, the Wait, rumor Devin, come out. Do you want to come Does over? Darren is organ 
black market organ seller. Wow, I see what you did there. That's yeah. niche. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is. Isn't this podcast niche, though? <laughs> Pretty much. Sounds about right. Keegan, have you uh, played any games like the Fire Emblem Draft or anything like that? Um, I, 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 we, I talked briefly about the Echoes Draft, and I played about, I think, through about Act 1. I didn't play too much of it, because then after that I went and played through my hard mode save. Nice. And, um, How are you finding hard mode compared to normal? Uh, so far, I've, I'm on Act 3 right now. It hasn't been too bad. It, some of them, you do have a little bit of a rougher start, because especially on Alm's side, because the, your villagers, the sucky stats of the villagers sort of suck Enemies even are more. Just, they're just beefier. That's, like, basically yeah. the only it, ta- it takes a little bit more dedication to try and get everyone promoted, but it's been it's been good. I, I like it, and I'm interested to see how the latter half of the game is in hard mode more than anything, because I didn't figure early game would be too bad, but... Mm-hmm. I'm more interested to see what they do with later because I know that eventually yeah. pretty much every enemy is going to start having weapons. So uh, I'm interested to see what impact that will have. And um, in terms of other games I've played, like the only other big thing I did is I bought in 100% the Steins Gate Zero visual novel because ah, that anime is never going to s- happen. No, it will. It'll happen. Soon TM, but like... I, I want it to happen. To, yeah. I, especially so after having finished it, because there were so many times going through that where I'm like, I want to see this animated, I want to see this animated, especially through, like, the true like the true ending of it. Is, I'm, is it good? It made me very That is my question. Yeah, it was really good. You thought Okabe's life worth, was suffering in Steins Gate? It doesn't get better. Is His it life doesn't get up on better. Vita, or just waiting for the series? On Vita... Um, I mean, I could go I, PS4, I wonder... but I, I like my VN games on, on yeah. handhelds. I mean, I obviously got it on PS4 because I don't have a Vita, and I could have gotten it on PC, but I think I would had to have gotten like the fan translation. I just yeah. said screw it, I'll get it on the PlayStation. It's not a big deal. But because those I really those enjoyed are, it. I find those kind of games, visual novels, are like fantastic, like plane games or or you know travel games. Yeah, I, I marathoned it in like two or three days. I think I think it was three days. Marathon in about three days. Okay. Basically, no it? life the hell out of it. My save was at about 40 hours when I was done with it. It was six Jesus. Weeks. It was about, yeah, I told, I know life did. I, like, I, like, I worked, I slept, and I played Steins Gate Zero, and that was my life. <laughs> You're like, I am Okabe. <laughs> oh, actually, no. I, I will become I think, him. I, I had, like, a few days off, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and power through Steins Gate, and then I finished it my last day off, and I'm like, well, that kind of worked. Oh, but I want to rewatch that show. I love that series. I am waiting on my rewatch until they announce the release of Zero, and then I'm gonna rewatch the the sub. But yeah, I mean, soon I TM the on that. It's got a, It has a fantastic. Dub is dub. fantastic. It is, but um, it's good shit. Yeah, I'm I'm really hyped for it now, especially having um, having played it, and knowing the story, and knowing everything that's gonna happen, are, and what are they... you hyped? Are you hyped for um, Danganronpa V3? Because that is coming out sooner than I realized. Yeah, that's September, isn't it? That's not that's far. September. It's crazy. I am. Vi- I, I found out some information about like um, what goes on in Chapter One a little yeah, bit after I've the stayed, game came out. I know nothing. But I am very that. interested to see people's perception of it in the West who don't know. Because there's some they do they do a very interesting thing in the first chapter that how uh, how do you feel about three? I'm very. <laughs> it, it helps to wrap things up, but that's really Speaking about it. Speaking of wrapping things it? up, <laughs> maybe it's <laughs> time to end this segment. <laughs> but 
There you go. Segway. We need to hear what Sheffin's been up to. Yeah. No, we we can't. No, we can't. Sheffin's dead. He's dead. Sheffin's very dead. sad. Anime was his weakness all along. <laughs> for <laughs> for those it's about time wondering, we're not just being an asshole to Sheffin. Uh, <laughs> no, we actually are. Sheffin Sheffin died on the way back to his home planet. His audio desync. He'll be back for part two. Welcome back to Emblemcast. This is the second part. We're skipping questions for the week because uh, we're on a bit of a time limit today. But uh, we are going to be... The topic of this episode is going to be trainee units. Woo! Are they good? Are they great? Eh? Are they the best units in the series? Meh. I don't know. That's what we're going to find out. So no. why don't we uh, <laughs> look Our at answer. the trainee... No units throughout the series and and this is training this is not the est archetype this is your more ross and, and amelia type units and i guess where we should start is the villagers in fire emblem gaiden slash uh, echoes or just slash, slash echoes slash right. echoes well it um, turns out if you give a growth unit good availability they actually can be useful i agree yeah. the Although, you kind of get to cheat with Gaiden because of the way promotions bump everyone up to bases, so you don't have to wait yeah. for growths to kick in the way you do in other games. All right. and yeah, also, Gaiden's uh, game mechanics kind of favor that. Also, with how, at the beginning, pretty much only Alm and Lucas are the only like non-trainee units. Right, and, all and, and Alm if... almost doesn't count because uh, his story promotion. Right, so it's sort of like, not that hard to get the villagers to their like promotion requirement since when the competition everyone shit, is like... no one mm -hmm. shit basically and there's no there's no jagan right also in a weird way mercenaries are almost like training units that they can do the villager loop yeah, we're yeah. Good. like Just you want saber you want to, be. to be a god because it's pretty easy to do yeah you didn't need help but you can make it even better no you can make him even more of a god gotta go full god yeah so i mean i think this is kind of this is starting off on a high note but i mean i would say the guidance slash echoes trainees the uh the villagers are probably the best example of that kind of unit in the whole series 
mostly because of the way of promotion, the way promotion bonuses work, yeah. and the fact that three and, of the four. And availability. Well, I suppose in Echoes, four of the five are given to you immediately. Yeah, and then Atlas, Atlas is the example of how not to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you also give them to you. Piece. Go ahead. What was that? I was gonna say, no, yeah, give go. them to you like on an act in your an act three, when almost everyone else is going to have promoted at least once, and it turns out he's just not really good. Also, like most of the way through Act Three. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You and get him, the and then you're like three. a couple fights away from the temple, and then you're on. To if act it was four. the beginning of Act Three, that would be more, you know, reasonable. But hey, man, hey man he's like beaten out. He's beaten out a lot of people on the tier list. Is he? Yeah, he's he's in the final five. He's about to hit the middle. Wow. I mean, he's not unsalvageable. He's just like no. underwhelming. I mean, he is Throman much Merc. better than his Gaiden incarnation. Throman Merc, and he's he does fine, and he has a good strength growth. So he works know. really well. And the rescue is quite the niche if you do Mage Atlas. Right. Oh, uh, dude, Mage Atlas, goat. Don't let anyone say otherwise. What about Soldier Atlas? No. <laughs> Why would you do Easiest that? no. <laughs> no, but you don't even have a warp in Celica's root. <laughs> yeah, all not of the, his growths are in like don't HP and strength. Why would you it go is. knight? I'm telling you, that's the PMU dream. He'd have like one move for his entire existence. <laughs> anyway, so Just back, how I like Atlas. Yeah. It's back to the trainees. We don't really get another example of trainees until. I, Is I guess FEA? FEA, unless you want to argue, like, Lin modes. I mean, like, I'd argue Roy's a trainee because he sucks so bad, but... <laughs> I mean, that's just a poor game design decision that's neither here nor there. Well, maybe let's, not poor let's... game design decision. They just made Roy piss weak to make him weak, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Let's, let's think about this. I, I guess we really don't until uh, Ross. Yeah. yeah. Until uh, FEA... And we get even more, and they become kind and of an established would say thing. Ross is the next best example <laughs> of that kind of unit, just because once again you get him early enough on that training him up isn't too hard of a task, and uh, make him a berserker. He does pretty well there. Ross definitely shows you though that without guidance promotion system and with more units competing for attention, you know you can make him good, and he's not very difficult to make good, but he's still not really right. the best use. Like, once you train him up, he's not going to be no, better even... than anyone else, so he's not really the best use of anything. The Sacred Stones right. well, is also have really sacred... low growths. Which I was is also kind of a problem. Say, like, with, with Sacred Stones in general, you have so many strong characters in that game to begin with. Yeah, his, his competition's a lot higher at the start. Yeah. Also, but I think I... we can... I think we can safely agree that of the three trainees in uh, Sacred Stones, I'd say Ross is easily the strongest. It's not even yeah. a competition. He blows it's the other two pieces of garbage out of the water. But the Ewan, funny... you can make him a summoner and get skeleton <laughs> army. Oh my god. That's pretty Ewan cool. is like the worst character in that game. But you can just early promote but, Null. But you can ah, but two skeletons. <laughs> but you can do the skeletons, and you can make them waste your enemies' weapon uses to scub out some bosses. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, back in the yep. day, it's how I beat Valter. <laughs> just I summoned think... until his lance broke. Yeah, I just <laughs> keep sending skeletons at him. <laughs> nice. Wouldn't they eventually you know, kill him, never... or are they that bad? They're that bad. I've never played it. I've never played <laughs> Ephraim's route, so... 
Never played Ephraim's route, so maybe that'll be my strat when I go. <laughs> go through that. That's the strat. Uh, Late game, enough. E1, Summoner, Skeletons everywhere. Doesn't Ewan have even worse availability on Ephraim's route? Mm -hmm. uh, yes. I think it's the same. It's pretty close. No, it's the same. Okay. It's it's sorry, it's Null who has better availability. Yeah. yeah. You get Null. Null is they have the same. No, Null is better in Ephraim's route than Null's better. Because no, he doesn't join until the root split in Erica's. No, he yeah. doesn't. Yeah, but he joins after you he, beat Ephraim's root. Yeah, he does. He joins after you beat Ephraim's root. It's the same chapter. Yeah. Oh, I mean, huh. technically what? you could technically you could go to the tower with in Ephraim's root with all, but realistically, hmm. it's the same availability. Hmm. See, what do you guys think? Anyway, <laughs> though, I, I guess one thing when talking about the trainees and also sort of giving us like an idea, of, like what IS is sort of thinking. Uh, funnily enough, of the three trainees, Ross got, like, a growth buff, and then Amelia and Ewan got growth nerfs in the localization. Because that makes sense. <laughs> well, the yeah, Ross... that's the same localization yeah. that nerfed bows in FE7, right? <laughs> or th no, they nerfed effective damage in yeah. FE7. Well, they, they also nerfed uh, loot's magic growth because you know loot was definitely overpowered yeah i think they, they spent too much time on game facts that localization team that's true they're like I guess... wow wendy is the best unit in fe6 we gotta tone this down a notch otherwise she'll be knocking roy off his pedestal yeah <laughs> i guess Can't i guess that's sort of... that happen i guess that's something we can sort of talk about is what do you guys what do you guys think is is like is like I design philosophy here is with like sort of trainees. I think it's uh, really cool. smoke whatever drugs they find on hand. Well, and I see think what it's happens. basically the concept of the est archetype, but let's instead of making you get a character that has such good growth and mm -hmm. potential near the end of the game, give you a character <laughs> earlier on in the in the design, like earlier on in the and, playthrough. And generally, but they you are require more class. experience to get them to yeah. a point that they're competing the, with other. Because the Fates and Awakening I... trainees are also obtained really early like ross i yeah. am more of a fan of the trainee archetype than the est archetype in in most circumstances they're generally given Just, to you a little earlier they are given to you earlier and um also it's not as much effort as the est archetypes usually uh, usually and um yeah. also it's uh it can be kind of fun to you know it's not necessarily the uh the most effective strategy in terms of efficiency but it can certainly be fun to, uh, you know, see these guys grow into powerhouses that, if enough effort is put into them, you know, can be some of your best units. I do think they need to increase their long-term potential, though, because, you know, the S units are a lot, a lot, a lot of effort to get units that are about as good as, slash, slightly better than everyone else. And the train units are, a f you know, a little bit more effort, a fair bit more effort to get units that are generally about the same as everyone else uh, or marginally no. better right i mean the i mean how often are they even marginally the better ross think about like it. ross and um i guess gaiden they're they're probably they're a bit better uh, yeah. but i mean who who would you rather use ross or or garcia i would rather garcia. use ross but I garcia. garcia i know you can make garcia yeah. a hero too because of the way it works it's dude fine. are you are you are you doubting big daddy garcia i've never used them Wow, Garcia Someone is just Ross. Know. Once you've promoted him out of um, what's his class? Journeyman. Does this mean that 
I've always yeah. liked does the this... Journeyman sprite too much to use uh, yeah. Garcia. Does you... this mean that um, Sheffin is going to pick Garcia when we eventually do Thracia? Or Thracia. We, we did Thracia. Thracia. <laughs> Sacred Stones. You Sacred didn't Stones. do it, but we did. Yeah, you Sacred did Some of us I did know. Thracia twice. <laughs> I love Thracia. He's got that Pooji axe. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I probably should get back to the trains uh yeah. so after fe8 when did well we no we didn't we didn't go over the other two because oh. i think it we is worth going over Edwin a little bit but not well amelia. we didn't even mention amelia's name uh and amelia would you say she's worse or better than uh ewan uh you know she gives two speed wings in erica's routes that's well why. that doesn't count I'm <laughs> as really a unit good. I know I, I got shit for this in the when I did my Sacred Stones playthrough, but I've gotten uh -huh. really good luck with her becoming a general in the past. Like, I've had her just naturally get, like, max stats and just, like, max speed <laughs> as a general with, like, maximum strength right. defense. And, and you had, I mean, a, you had great had... luck with Great Knight friends, yeah, right? Yeah, luckily. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. She joins earlier, so <laughs> if you're going to shoot yourself in the foot by using either of them, at least you have a couple more chapters to, you know, get her up. But but you need the 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 magic trinity. You need a, a summoner and a, a a druid. So you gotta use Ewan. Yeah, you need to use all classes. You gotta do it all the time. You need, you need all you, availability because okay. you okay. never know. You need you need Bishop Arthur. You need uh, Sage Loot, Mage Knight, or excuse me, Mage Knight Loot, Sage Molder, um, Valkyrie, Molder uh, Valkyrie Larachel, uh, Druid. Druid uh, Ewan and Summoner Noel, and there you go. You have to do that. You left that's a requirement out, dude. What to the beat hell? the game. Okay, but that's like seven more units than I ever want to use in Sacred Stones. No, th that's final. That's what it I'll says just, in all the. Uh, I'll just use Seth and game then I'll use Erica game, because Game Facts told me this. Hustler. I have the Midas game touch facts with told her, me. and she'll end up with like plus five strength over her averages and shit. Yeah. Wow. Hey, well, not everyone can have your Erica's. Anyway, uh, what's the next trainee? Um, well, you could, I guess you could say, like, Rolf and Mist. In, excuse me, and FE9. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Mist, they, they, they fit the archetype of early joining growth units. Uh, they don't have uh, a precedent class the way the other ones that more literally do work. Yeah, right. But they, I will say, Rolf you... and Mist, you know, I've been using them both in my Tellius draft. They're not a good choice of uh, where to invest your resources, but if you do make that choice, they will, you know, they'll get good eventually. Well, I think, They're just, I think you Mist don't want to put your XP there. Than, Mist is a stronger choice than Rolf, simply due to her class. Yeah, I mean, what oh, you yeah. really want to do with Mist, unless you're me and love using her anyway, is get her to level 10, give her a seal, and then she can be your heels on wheels. And, you know... <laughs> She's useful in that context. You can make her useful as a combat unit, but to do that, you need yeah. to give her more investment than she really deserves. Also, Go for a magic sword, baby. I, I was going to say, also using her helps a, a lot with a uh, specific Ike segment that she is That's right, yeah. to show up for. When he fights Grail. Yeah. 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 Zombie Grail. Sounds about right. In the prologue. Grail dies? What? It's <laughs> crazy. Yes. So, um, like Chris over here, dude. And I, th so I guess the next trainee would be Donald. Uh, I'm trying to what? think. I mean, you could Sounds maybe right. say 
You can maybe say like all the tier ones in Radiant Dawn. Can we just can we just skip them? <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, if you want to skip What about the, uh, the no-named units in Shadow Dragon that you get? Oh, like, that's true. Like, oh, Lord. <laughs> it just sends the, the soldiers. Backup, the backup you... soldiers. So yeah. You kill everyone. Oh, like, oh, like Wimp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that's their names. Dude, I'm. I can't wait until Wimp gets added to Heroes. <laughs> I'm excited, dude. That should be like a freaking the... bonus chapter where you have to fight that unit. The Wimp. <laughs> yeah, just give me a banner of all the random names and just put them in random classes. So they're they're adding Shadow Dragon characters to Warriors. Does that mean Wimp is is confirmed? <laughs> basically, yeah. Wimp, is, no, Wimp is in the running. It's a boss fight. Yeah. Okay. You don't deserve he's to a, play a, as Wimp, dude. No, he's a he's a playable enemy. You have a you're gonna have Garen, Valbar, um, <laughs> Valbar. <laughs> Yeah. Or it's Valbar, Jesus, Valadar. Uh, <laughs> Fucking Valbar. Valbar. That's true. Yeah. Valbar's in Awakening, right, guys? <laughs> this is this is gang Ralph all over again. Oh my god! <sighs> it's always with Awakening characters. What is? <laughs> what? Anyway, I Donald, I guess gang Ralph and Valbar, the two enemies of Fire Emblem Awakening. <laughs> yeah, dude. Who's Devin? Devin, what's the name of that guy and from the other continent that you fight in the middle van. of the game? And then a meteor hit. What? I think it was. Was it Walmart? <laughs> no, it's. It, I'm pretty sure it's Sears. <laughs> uh, anyway, Donald. Uh, I actually used Donald the uh, one and only time I played Awakening. Dude, back when I was a scrub and I played Awakening, I loved using Donald. That man was a great hero. The I thing mean, about Awakening is that everyone has ridiculously high growth. Strong. Yeah, because so, he has, what, 120% growth in HP? Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. I know his growth so are nuts uh, after Aptitude. You know, Donald, Donald can work. I find him better than the last trainee, being Mozu. Wait, when Mozu... When, uh, last as in previous. Last as in the last I, one, the I, most I, recent one. I was, I the was last like, one that we'll be talking about. Um, oh, how yeah. do you feel about Mozu, Chef, in, in comparison to Donald? Uh, Mozu's probably more useful. So why, I mean, Donald why doesn't have, like, a clutch two chapters I've... for, like, another ballista person. Right. Um, not that. I I have actually never gone Archer Mozu. So can you explain to me why that's uh, okay? Well, it's not Archer Mozu. It's it's like Kinshi or like Master of Arms Mozu. Well, Mozu, yeah, yeah. It's just you know, in in Conquest you just have the time to like put the resources into her, and, and in Rev you have to have time as well. So it's yeah. like you could if you want. And, and birthright, but a lot well, of no, not, exist not really, there. not really in birthright. Just due to how it's set up, but it's just you can. Most of the time, it's just why though. But most of you, in conquest, you have the time, you have the resources, <clears throat> what, and you can um, if you want. Donald, what I like... did with Mozu, I used her once, and uh, as soon as I got her, I made her a dread fighter, and that was okay. I mean, you know. yeah, you can do that to anyone, and they're going to be good because yeah, of the way Dreadfighter works in that game. Because it, it's basically yeah. just a promotion in the form of an item. Basically. And, you know, shurikens are good on anyone, so... Right. 
And the cool thing about um, using Mozu is that, uh, especially in Conquest, she's really going to be your only access to Kinshi Knight, unless you do that with like Selena yeah. or Azura for some we've, reason. But what you won't. Continued, we've continued to avoid talking about Donald, and I don't know. Donald's uh, he's a guy. The thing about Awakening is that everyone's potential is so high that Donald is so unremarkable next to them. I mean that, and then that if you're maxing seal. everyone out for like apotheosis and that stuff, then his caps are low. So he's not really impressive on either end of the scale. That second seal you're using on Donald could be gozing, going to Pan or, or you know, Robin, Robin. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, usually Robin. Maybe even Frederick, too, if you wanted to. Hey, do not underestimate Wyvern Rider Pan. Okay? I mean, my point is you have just so many better options to put those second yeah, seal, the early second do. seals towards rather than him. And, and that's really, wait, when it comes down to it, point? that's the problem with most trainees. You have a finite amount of things you can invest, you know. Right. Even if it's just your time because you're spending like 45 turns boss abusing mm -hmm. them. There, there's a limit yeah. to everyone's patience. And trainees Donald's... have failed for the most part. Other than Gaiden and Echoes, really, they've failed to be a, a good choice of investment. Donald's right. chapter in particular is, it's not hard per se, but it's more just annoying yeah in, uh, in that you need to level him up once to uh to recruit him that was really cool though like it's, it's a really interesting, interesting idea i will say but from like just... a game design perspective it's it's actually pretty mm -hmm. clever and cool since it like forces yeah. the player to like yeah. focus and like get attention and learn like, certain tactics the amount of lpers i've seen that have played fates and think it's the same way with mozu it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah but i think so we're going to back to the whole things, the main topic. I think one of the things that mm -hmm. needs to, like separate trainees from like being like just sort of eh, units is they need to have like yeah. some distinguishable feature other than like they sli do slightly higher stats. Like, and that's that's why I think um, Ewan to an extent, but Ross more uh, work. And I don't that's think because, Ewan works at all. Yeah, no, no, well, well, no but hold, just let me let me finish. Right. And what I'm saying is Ewan's kind of cool because um, the only other Dark Mage you get is Null, and that's kind of late. And you can't just, you know, early promote him then, which is fine. But uh, it's kind of cool, you know, because he's a Dark Mage, and you, you don't get another one of those besides Null. And um, Ross is fun because you can make him into a Berserker. And you don't – who's the Berserker you get in that game? Dozla. Yeah, Dozla, uh, and, you know, that's not for a while, so you can make him into a Berserker, and that's... It, it gives those units uh, a niche that Mozu and Donal do not have, which is fun. I like using Ross because I love Berserkers, and uh, it's, you know, I find Ross in particular fun to train up, and I, I enjoy using him in uh, Sacred Stones. He's usually one of the easier ones Mosley, to train up just because he has availability he is, on his side. Because he, he's so early, and the hatchet is a really good weapon just because of how accurate it is, and because trainees gain uh, XP at an accelerated rate, um, it's not too hard to get him to level 10. And that's another thing that's nice about trainees and Sacred Stones. As soon as they hit level 10, you do not need to use an item or anything. They will automatically promote instead of the whole second seal slash 
uh, heart seal stuff. Right. Then you don't need heart a tangible and, item heart investment. Heart seal and heart seal in particular is a hell of a lot more valuable, I would say, just because of the way those games work than a, a second seal and awakening. Right. Because eventually, in, with awakening, you'll get an infinite supply of second seals, but you really don't get right. that until super late in fates. No. And there are And so by many. that point, if, if you haven't started using Mozu, it's way too late to really invest in her. Especially in, like, Conquest. Especially, there are so yeah. many units that want to be reclassed before Mozu. Right. Mm. There's, mo there's usually much better places to put your investment, and that's kind of the case yeah. with a lot of trainees. It's like, you can invest in them, they you can know, work, but usually there's better ways to spend your resources. Like what, what, what do you want to use your one heart seal on? Archer, Mozu, or Paladin Jacob? <laughs> or reclassing you know, Corrin or reclassing Corrin. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I I think we've said our our piece on trainees. Do you guys have anything to add? I think it's a fun idea, we and I think and this episode. Oh yeah, I, I think they're they're a really fun idea, and that uh, games like uh, Fire Emblem Seven Gaiden have kind of shown the possibility when you make most of the cast mm -hmm. trainees. Yeah, right. like I'm a fan of promoting. So I like trainees on the concept that you get to promote more times. I, I do. I mean, I acknowledge that for the most part, base units, base-based units, you know, like Percival and, and whatnot, are, are better than growth units. But, I mean, it's, it's, you know, there's something to be said about a fun factor. And it's absolutely fun to have that RPG element come into play and, and watch your, your characters grow. I mean, as we said... Another uh, way to do it... Oh, we didn't talk about this at all. But uh, Radiant Dawn, because everyone... There are three tiers of promotions, and everyone outside of Dan starts at tier two. They're basically trainees, but they get their own chapters to build that up. It's not really enough, right, right. but it's still a lot better than most other people because they're not directly competing with tier two people. So that mm -hmm. helps they're them. They're competing amongst you know, themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then you just you know you pick two or three to use properly, and then you might even take them to end game. You know. Right. Yeah. And the rest still have their uses in those chapters every now and then. Yeah, yeah you may just so like take the the small select handful of stuff like your Jills, your Nolans, Z-Arc, which doesn't take much investment, maybe Edward, and then and dump your XP and resources into them and then take them into part three with you. Mm -hmm. Darren, did you have a point you were trying to I was just going to say the one fun in RPGs is raising unit that's like starting off very weak and you get to see their numbers yeah. grow bigger, which is... At the core exactly. of it, what RPGs are all about, and I always find that to be right. a, fun, a big uh, improvement to fun factors, just being able to carry a unit it, up to a strong level. And that's yeah. why I think a lot of new players to the Fire Emblem series gravitate to those uh, sorts of units. Even I know if they're I not the most them. practical, they're stylish. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, star hey, points man. are the most important points. It is. Anyway. But uh, I guess right. that's it. So that's that was a good episode, guys. Um, we will see you next time. We said Blazing Knight was going to be on this cast, but uh, he had vacation that he was going on. He's going to be away for a week. Then I'm going to be away for near two weeks. So it'll be a little while until we get Blazing Knight on. But uh, he will be on in the near future. And we have some other collaborations uh, planned that I will not go over now. But exciting stuff to look forward to. We're getting Emil a guest Cass appearance is... from the stars of the Darren Jeffen show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. It's good. We're uh, bolstering. We're trying to get to up to episode five soon. Yeah, yeah. We're, get, we're getting there. Yeah. We're almost there, boys. It's coming up, yeah. yeah. 
right. episode five. I thought this was episode three. Know, but... <laughs> anyway, oh. we'll see you all. What next do you think time? we're doing during your vacation, yep. dude? That's that's true. Right. That see you all next true. time. See you guys next Bye. time. Bye. Bye.